good afternoon, everyone. I want to welcome you all to yet another edition of On the Mark Sports Talk with your host, Mark, with a C. Of course, that C is so important. You put a K there, this is a different show. <laughs> this is show 121. For those who are counting, how is everybody today? Good. Great, Mark. How are you, Mark? Really good. We're doing pretty good. I went to three doctors this week. Uh-oh. All the old people, we, we go to doctors, right? We go to a doctor for this, a doctor for that, a doctor for this. And uh, matter of fact, I went to one, I went to two doctors the other day. I had a, uh, hmm, I had a, uh, a 9.30 appointment and a 12 o'clock appointment. And I got to the 9.30 early. And then I ended up in the uh, other doctor by 9.45. I was out by 10 o'clock. Wow, that's great. Hi, how you doing? Copay, whatever, etc. And uh, we'll see you next. See you in, they always say, I'll see you in th- four weeks. That's their line, see you in four weeks. Yeah. They said they can build Medicare again. Yeah, 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 of course, of course. Anyway, before we begin, I want to take a moment of silence. Uh, uh, we were talking before we went on for uh, Susan uh, Feinblatt. Of course, she's the wife of one of our regu- regulars, Alan Fogelman. You know, the fellow always sits with, in a chair outside. That's Alan. Uh, mm. And her untimely death. Um, the, the shivers, got, they, he's been sitting shiver all week in, in Connecticut. And then on this coming Monday, between two and five, he's having shiver in his house. He lives in Bayside. And uh, I know I'll be going there. Uh, but yeah, what an untimely death. As I told you in the email, she fell at a pool. Not in the pool, I guess outside the pool. Maybe she fell out. Maybe she fell going in the pool. I don't know all the details. Broke her femur bone. Went to a hospital. They insert a metal rod. The body rejects the metal rod. She bleeds. And then she has low blood pressure and they can't revive the blood, low blood pressure. And the seventy-year-old woman passes. Just terrible, terrible uh, situation. Terrible. Uh, okay. Moment of silence. I guess I just meant to say that. Mm. Okay. Thank you. So uh, we're going to go to Milton. Left the screen. <laughs> Milton go with his name that tune. We'll have to come back to that. Whenever he comes, I know I know he wanted to do it. He came on earlier, so why don't we go to Gerald and your numbers report? And someone's calling me. It's Milton. Uh, you, why don't you uh, give the numbers report, and I'll talk to Milton over here. Get yeah, there, right, Gerald. Okay. Uh, today I'm reviewing Major League Baseball season for 1967, key awards and statistics by league. MVP, Orlando Cepeda, batted a 325, 25 homers, 111 RBIs. Yes, Stremski, batted a 326, 41 homers, 121 RBIs. Rookie of the year, Tom Seaver and Rod Carew. Cyang Award, bonus baby, Mike McCormick. He was 22 and 10, 2.85 ERA. American League, Jim Lonberg. He was 22 and 9 with the 3.16 ERA. Key statistical leaders by league. 
Batting average, Roberto Clemente, 357. Wow. Kalia Stremski, 326. Home runs, Hank Aaron, 37. Uh, Kalia Stremski and Killebrew tied at 44. RBIs, Orlando Cepeda, 111. Yeah, Stremski, 121. Uh, as previously mentioned, Yaz tied Killebrew in home runs and won the Triple Crown. Slugging average, Hank Aaron, 573. Call you Stremski, 622 stolen bases, Lou Brock, 52, Bert Campaneris, 55 complete games. Ferguson Jenkins, 20. Dean Chance, 18. What a great pitcher he was. Strikeouts, Jim Bunning, 253. Jim Lomberg, 246. ERA, Phil Negro, 1.87. Joe Horland, 206. Uh, winning percentage, Dick Hughes, 727. Joe Horland, 731. The World Series involved the Cardinals versus the Red Sox, a replay of the 1946 World Series. First World Series since 1948 that did not involve the Giants, Dodgers, or Giants. Cardinals won 4-3. Bob Gibson was 3-0. Red Sox hit 216. The Cardinals hit 223. Cardinals ERA was 266. And the Red Sox 3.39. MVP was Bob Gibson. On April 13th, 22-year-old Tom Seaver pitched his first game to a no decision. On July 14th, Eddie Matthews of Houston became the seventh member of the 500 home run club. On May 30th, New York Yankee Whitey Ford announced his retirement. He was an amazing 236 and 109, a 2.75 ERA, and had the highest winning percentage 690 of any modern pitcher. Four baseball Hall of Famers uh, debuted during the 1967 season, including Tom Seaver, Johnny Bench, Rod Carew, and Reginald Martinez Jackson. On May 14th, Mickey Mantle hit a home run off of Stu Miller and joined the 500 Home Run Club. And that's my report for 1967, which was a great year. You mentioned uh, Dean Chance. And I remember when he first came up, with, I guess, with the, uh, the Angels. Yes. Whatever the Angels were called back in those days. <laughs> Los Angeles Angels, California Angels. I think they were still Los Angeles Angels. <clears throat> and, uh, <clears throat> you know, he, he, won the, he had two no-hitters in his career. I was looking it up. He had two no-hitters in his career. And he, he was blind in one eye. That was the big story. If you remember, he was blind in one eye. And he was a great pitcher. He, he pitched only... <laughs> He pitched only 11 years at a 2.92 ERA winning percentage. Of course, he was on bad teams, 527. And unfortunately, his career ended at the age of 30. That was really sad. What a great pitcher he was. Probably, he probably was finished because, uh, you know, of an arm issue. And in yes. those days, they couldn't deal with the arm issues. Exactly. You know, exactly. The, uh, the modern, the modern medicine hadn't been uh, discovered yet. And so a lot of these players they had to leave their career early. Um, who knows if he, if it happened uh, like now, he'd still be pitching. Well, he wouldn't still be pitching for the just, just to mention quickly, in, in 1964, Dean Chance was 20 and 9 with a 1.65 ERA. Yeah. Wow. Pretty good for a losing team, huh? Yeah, very good. 
Well, I see Milton. Thank you. Yeah, we're back. I see Milton we're is back. I don't know what happened. You don't touch anything, Milton. No, I won't. You touch no, something, you, you get off and then you, uh, <laughs> no, you we worry. You'll not get uh, back on. I said, why don't we do your name yet? Name your name that tune. All right, let's do one. By the way, you're sponsored. You're sponsored by Dental Floors. Gerald, did I tell you who you, who's sponsoring you? No, I don't think you did. The no. Mets bullpen. Anyway, the, the okay. year was November 1962. President Kennedy got on TV that night and said the Russians were pulling out the nuclear missiles from Cuba. A lot of relief in this country. Oh, boy. And it was November was. of 62, this song became a hit in the U.S., followed by international. Great song. Sounds great. <laughs> the Cascades. You're right. Wow. Great song. From night, they were from San Diego, California. You want to hear a little bit of it? Give us 30 seconds. Nice going, Mark. I remember the song, but not the group. Great song. Hey, how'd you know the group? Hey, Smart. Great song. Great song. I have, I have, I have a ten thousand of them I could play for every year. Last week you said you had twenty thousand. No, ten thousand. My wife confirmed it. A quick question: What song? Was Joe DiMaggio mentioned in? Paul Simon. Mrs. Robinson. Mrs. Robinson. Robinson. Hello, Mrs. Robinson. Yeah. And, uh, yeah, done by Simon. We're happy you called Joe DiMaggio. DiMaggio. Right. You know the what? I, I didn't remember that Paul, Paul Simon was one of the great Yankee fans <laughs> who performed at Yankee Stadium on Joe DiMaggio Day. I don't remember what year that was. Joe DiMaggio Day yeah. at the stadium. Yeah. And he performed himself. Every week, there's an, every week somebody else a day in Yankee Stadium. <laughs> right. <laughs> what right, it seems right. like, right? But that was cool. Cool song. Yep. And I think that yeah. might have been their only hit. The Cascade. Great wow. song. One All hit right. wonder. One hit wonder. Thank you, Milt. Good song. Brought back memories. I have no beep beeps this week. Sorry to tell you. Any of you guys have a beep beep? You guys don't look. All right. This week in sports, because I, I, I had to go beyond this day. A lot of interesting stuff happened from last Friday until today. I'm not reading them all because there's just too much. But last Friday, the Philadelphia Phillies were rained out for the 10th consecutive day. Imagine that. 10 days in a row being rained out. Uh, in 19, that, that, what year was that? I only had the day. I don't have the year. <laughs> Sorry, it must have been in the, the build, build, probably 1950. In 1951, that was the Eddie Goodell year. The 65-pounder, three-foot-seven-inch, uh, three made his appearance wearing what number? We said it last week. Wearing one, number? One-eight. One-eight. Walked on four pitches. A good trivia question was, who, who was the pitcher? Bob Kane. Never heard of him, but he uh, 
he uh, walked him on four pitches. And then when uh, Eddie went to first, they didn't let him run. They had, they had a pinch runner. Another trivia mm-hmm. question. Who pinch ran for him? Well, Eddie pinch hit for somebody, didn't he, Mark? He, hey, who did he pinch hit for? Is right. Frank Saucier, right? <laughs> yeah, I didn't have. But yeah. who, who pinch ran for him? <laughs> Bob Delsing. <laughs> Eddie Goodell. Question, uh, uh, Gerald. Bill Vecht, Bill Vecht told Eddie Goodell, we have two people in the stands with rifles aimed at you. If you swing <laughs> at any pitch, you're gone. <laughs> <laughs> he was using a plastic bat, too, wasn't he? <laughs> First and last. Yeah. I wonder if Eddie Goodell even knew what baseball was. No, here, problem. 1957. <laughs> The Giants owner Horace Stoneham announced uh, board directors voted eight to one to move the Giants to Seal Stadium. Seal Stadium still around? Probably not. No. No. I think you know where where it was? I think it it was out in Mission District. It was actually a perfect place to have a ballpark because the Mission District in San Francisco, it's south. West San Francisco, it's the warmest area and it gets the most sunshine. You know, we get the fog out in the avenues. Yeah. But the Mission District in downtown San Francisco gets the sunshine and the warmth that more. Okay. All right. August 20th, 1938, Luke Garrick hits his 23rd and final Grand Slam home run. Remember growing up? You people who kept stats or were into stats, they were saying who had the most grand slams. It was always Lou Gehrig with his 23. Wasn't, wasn't anybody close to him in those days? I yeah, mean, yeah. Those the, the world caught up with Lou Gehrig and that. Uh, 1945, Tommy Brown, 17 years old, eight months, 14 days, Dodger, became mm. the youngest ever to Homer. He was 17 years old, playing the major leagues. He hit a homer off a of preacher row who was wow. pirates at that time. And 58, Jim Bunning throws his first no-hitter with the Tigers over the Red Sox. Of course, we all know his second no-hitter, the first yes, we game. do. Uh, and 64. Father's Day. Father's Day, right, right. And then on, uh, let's see, 19th and August 21st, we're working our way up to the 25th as today. 1931, Babe Ruth hits his 600th home run. I guess he would have hit another 114 more. Uh, in 1947, on the 21st, the first Williamsport World Series. And, and I hate to say this, the, the main the midgets of Williamsport won the whole thing. Uh, in 75, uh, brothers Rick and Paul Russell combined to shut out the Dodgers 7 nothing. And it was the first time two brothers uh, pitched and shut out a team. August 22nd, 1961, Roger Maris becomes the first man to get 50 home runs in August. Now, of course... Uh, has anyone else got 50 home runs in August? I mean, uh, Judge, Judge is close, right? Judge is 48 right now. 48. 48. How many more days? In, you know, it's like six more days. So maybe he'll yeah. uh, tie or beat the record. 65. 
August 22nd, you guys remember this one, Mar Marichal hits Johnny Roseboro yes. in the head with a bat. And do you know why he hit him in the head? Yes. Why? Tell because us why. when he was returning the ball to the pitcher, it whizzed by his ear and he thought he was throwing at him. Right. That's right. Really? That's the reason why. It wasn't, they didn't throw at him. The, the catcher was throwing the ball back to the pitcher and it whizzed by his ear. They had a 14-minute fight. (laughs) 89 on August 22nd. Nolan Ryan becomes the first to strike out 5,000 batters. Very interesting on that. Uh, August 23rd. Here's a good one. 1952. The Cardinals and Giants are polo grounds. The Giants manager, Bob Elliott, kicked dirt over a cold strike to the umpire, Augie Donatelli. Oh, I remember Bobby that. Hoffman finished uh, the bat. He was thrown out. Elliot was thrown out, arguing a call. Bobby Hoffman was the batter. He finished the bat and was called out on strikes. And it was also thrown out for arguing. <laughs> uh, let's see. 2006, the Royals become the second team in Major League history to score 10 runs in the first inning, but lost the game, 15-13. Imagine that. I would have been home. (laughs) August 24th. Here's one for you, Gerald. 1940, Ted Williams pitches the last two innings of a Red Sox-Tigers game. He allows one run on three hits. And he strikes out Rudy York on three pitches. Wow. Rudy, Rudy probably did it on purpose, huh? Uh, here's a good one. 1951, August 24th. St. Louis Brown's owner at that time was Bill Veck. Gave a 1,000 fans seated by the Brown's dugout cards. Yes or no? A yes card or a no card? Allowing them to have part in the strategy of the game. The fans flashed signs uh, that they wanted when asked by the coaches, what should we do? That back was amazing. And the Browns won the game 5-3. Imagine that. 1971. What's that, Joe? Yeah, Joe. When When we talk about Jim Bunning, should we refer to him as Senator Jim Bunning? Yeah, U.S. Senator no. from Kentucky. From Kentucky. Yes. Kentucky, yeah. You know what? I think he's the only guy, baseball player, to be in the Hall of Fame and the House of Representatives. It's one too many. One too many, yeah. <laughs> uh, in 71, on the same date, 24th, Ernie Banks hits his 512th home run, his last. Amazing here that he retired in 71. Oh, so many years ago, huh? Yeah. And then uh, today, what happened today? Oh, what, I know. What, 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 Michael? George Kirby. I, I was just reading about it. He broke a major league record by striking out the first 24, not striking out, but through 24 consecutive strikes, breaking a record. So he started the game and he pitched 20, he threw 24 consecutive strikes wow. and he broke the record. It's amazing. Both nondescript players uh, by the name of Joe Musgrove. Joe Musgrove. And, and that's um, and that happened what last night. 
Yeah, 24 hours. Right. So that's, hours. That's yeah. Today, recent. Hmm. Well, in 1922, the Phils and the, and the Cubs had a game. The Cubs were leading 25 to 6 in the fourth <laughs> inning. But just hmm. held on to win the game, 26-23. <laughs> As they ended the game with a field goal. No, they know. Uh, <laughs> the Phils left the bases loaded as the game ended. You would have been long gone, Mark. <laughs> long gone. 20, I believe, yeah. 19 years ago, 1952. You remember Virgil Trucks? Yes. Sure. Oh, yes. Pitcher. Tigers. Pitcher Tigers. Pitcher the Tigers. He pitched for the Yankees. He pitched for the Yankees. Athletics. Well, he's a Tiger in 52, and he just pitched his second no-hitter of the season. Same season. Six, two no-hitters wow. in the same season. Wow. But he finished that finished that year five and nineteen. Mm-hmm. Yeah, terrible a, year. Must have been a bad Tigers. Detroit team. had a terrible year. <laughs> terrible had terrible. <laughs> all right. That's all I had as far as uh the weekly. A lot of things happen, which I think is really cool. All right, why don't we go to Michael's Yankees and I'm putting Jets. Rant in your title oh, back yeah. to Yankees and Jets. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but I, by the way, you're sponsored by Breathman's. Breakfast. All right. But before I do, uh, Jerry asked me to do a little report on this ball player by the name of Nietzsche. And Nietzsche, his name is uh, Betchy. Okay. And what he did was on May 13th, 1952, he was pitching for the Bristol Twins in the Appalachian League, and he threw a complete game no-hitter, and he struck out 27, and that also was an all-time record, and they never, they never made a big deal out of it, but uh, he followed that performance with a 24-strikeout day on May 21st, and what happened, of course, he goes into the Army, and uh, he has some illnesses, and he's never the same, but uh, Frank Nietzsche, so just uh, remember that. How do you spell his last name? His, his name is spelled, uh, how do you spell it? Um, it's pronounced Nietzsche, but uh, how do I do it? N-E-C-C-I-A-I. But I looked it up, it's pronounced Nietzsche, which is kind oh, of- I meant Frank. How do you spell Frank? Come on, kid. <laughs> yeah, Frank. Frank <laughs> but uh, on, that's him. Yeah, but it, it's interesting how uh, certain, certain records are, are sort of like so obscured that you, you never really know, but uh, Frank Nietzsche is, is uh, the, the ball player that uh, we see. Now, as far as my rant is concerned, I was thinking about uh, Buck Showalter, Ralph Houck, uh, probably uh, Billy Martin, and some of these other Yankee uh, uh, famous managers, and all of them were great, and none of them would have allowed the kind of collapse that uh, Boone, Aaron, Aaron Boone permitted. So I feel that uh, we should fire Boone forthwith. And it looks like the Orioles are probably going to uh, win the American League East the way things are going. Yeah, I'm only kidding. Come on. <laughs> I, was, I was very, very upset with what was going on. And that basically was going to be my rant. I just want to touch a little bit about uh, Tuesday's game with the, the Yankees and the Mets, and it dawned on me, although I love Showalter, he sort of like was a victim of analytics. I don't know if anybody noticed. Yeah, putting, but, uh, putting the left-hander Rodriguez in was, I couldn't understand that. Well, that, yeah, there you go. 
That oh, was the big thing. Could not understand. Lefties, but not righties. I think I think he's probably trying to uh, save some pitches. That's the only thing that makes any sense to me. Sorry to butt in. No, you're right. Tends to do that. You're right. Uh, Joe, what's his name? Seth Lugo was pitching lights out, lights out, and all he, if you let him pitch two, three innings, and then go on to the stud, who's the hottest pitcher who plays yep. a lot of horn music when he comes in. The Mets probably would have had a much better chance than if you put in Jolie Rodriguez, and the Yankees probably knew how to hit Jolie Rodriguez. And that was one of the causes. I didn't know. I, I love Showalter, but that was one of the causes of uh, of the Mets uh, having problems, among other things. I also noticed that in comparing the two teams, the Yankees' defense is much better than the Mets' defense. And the only player who bothers me on the Yankees altogether is Gleyber Torres, who should have been traded. I think the Yankees would have been a much better team if they left LeMahieu at second and gotten somebody like perhaps Casillo or, or Soto with a bunch of uh, prospects. And I think they could have done that if they uh, used their brains, but they didn't. So they have Gleyber Torres, and he made a bonehead play with that. Uh, they, they wanted I, Torres. I heard uh, they wanted him. Washington uh, wanted him. I know, him I know. But that, that was a mistake in my mind. You know, that, that really upset me. And the other thing I just want to touch base on, I don't know if any of you guys noticed, I think it's the first game in, in years where I've seen five bunt attempts. I think Nito yeah. had two sets. He, he can bunt? Right. A he can bunt? Yeah, he, he's a good right. bunter. And, and, and by the way, I texted Jerry a couple of times about the game. I don't know if you saw my texts, but I was texting Jerry. I, I didn't. Uh, I, I thought he would enjoy like both of us enjoyed the game equally as well. The, uh, the, the other thing I wanted to say about that particular game was, uh, actually, I forgot what I was going to say. Anyway, uh, <laughs> all right. a anyway, uh, oh yeah, I just wanted to say that, could you imagine a game like that with the passion that was on, uh, you know, that you've seen with your own eyes, uh, if it happened two years ago, nobody would have been in the stands. I mean, Baseball is back as far as we New Yorkers are concerned. It's yep. been a terrific. You gotta, you gotta, you know, uh, be happy. It's been a terrific season, and you don't get to see games like that where everybody's into it. Everybody, every Met fan, a Yankee fan, was standing praying for uh, yep. the right thing for the, you know, their fandom uh. to happen in that ninth inning. And by the way, Boone was also stupid in that game where it looked like Wandy Peralta should have pitched that ninth mm -hmm. inning. Uh, Schmidt was running out of gas, yep. and uh, Peralta should have pitched that ninth inning. It would have been an easy one, two, three game. And uh, these are the shortcomings I see in Boone. And every time I see a Yankee Met game, I see Showalter, who should have been in the Yankee dugout, uh, managing the Mets. It turns my stomach. And uh, believe it or not, that's my that's my rant for today, Mark. All right, but his name wasn't Frank Nietzsche. It was Ron. Ron. Ron Nietzsche, born in 32, uh, and he's with the Pirates in the 52 season, and oh, yeah. he's still alive. Nothing yep. about him dying. And they had an no, article. He's alive. They just had an article about him. Yeah, right. I didn't that's see the article. Bring but his name is Ron, not Frank. Right, I'm sorry. All right, that's okay. Couple of, uh, Danny, again. Yeah, uh, Mike, just to say <laughs> one thing with regarding the Yankees. Um, I hope they get over this thing of being a crybaby and, and complaining about what the, what the umpires have been calling. 
you're professionals, you're just to it. And I think that's what's really hurt Judge and other and other one of other hitters during this whole bad streak that, that they've had. They cry too much, cry babies about what the umpires do. Go out there and do your business. You earn millions of dollars, make your adjustments. You look like a fool otherwise. Starting with Boone. Stop doing that. Make it make your adjustments. Another another thing, Mike, I greatly appreciate all your all your text messages. Please take me off your distribution, especially in the next three weeks. All right, Danny. I'm going to be away. And I don't want to hear ding, 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 ding in the middle of the night. When I'm in England. Okay. Uh, <laughs> lastly, lastly how, how many how many uh, fans are going to be at the stadium tonight? In Oakland? Oakland? Two. Like <laughs> your number? There will be about 30,000 or so Yankee fans. Big Yankee, well, Yankee, Yankee be, fans out here. Well, they're giving the tickets away over there. No, <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean they've been averaging, uh, oh, seven thousand or oh, so man. a game. Maybe they'll get uh, ten thousand. But no, uh, when the Giants came to town <laughs> a couple weeks ago, they they got like four, uh, forty thousand. How much? They got forty thousand. They filled oh, the stadium. All people across the bay, so, you know, over the I, bridge. I wouldn't be surprised if they get at least twenty thousand uh, really? for the next four games. Wow! Four games. All right. Wow! All right, Joe. Yeah, Michael. Did I read today that um, Cortez went on the uh, yes, IL? Right. So, yes, so it makes it even more inexplicable that the Yankees gave up a starting pitcher, Montgomery. And with that being said, Joe, the pitcher yeah. pitching against the Yankees is J.P. Sears is 5-0, and and he's terrific, and he probably is going to be the next ace in in uh, major leagues because he's good. I don't think anybody could have predicted. He hurt his groin, I think. Yeah. Oh, I don't yeah. think anybody – I don't. I mean, I don't what think is? anybody would have – yeah, I don't think anybody could have predicted that Montgomery was going to be lights out the way he is, but he was a solid starting pitcher, right. yeah. and you can never have too much pitching. I, I will right. never understand that move. I thought it was a terrible move, too. Oh, Reese. they're waiting for uh, uh, Beta. What's his name? Uh, yeah, but, yeah, it, but they knew Beta was going to be out most of the season. Right. Yeah. yeah. But, you know, if you recall, Pujols had the same issue in uh, at the Angels. He was out like a year and a half. He couldn't hit. He couldn't do anything. Mm-hmm. Right. The, the trade was a mistake. Let, let's face it. It was so ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Everything about the way the Yankees were playing prior to the trade were just fine. They would have been fine. And it, this, mm-hmm. this uh, slide that they took is because it took a while to get them adjusted. Frankie Montez is going to be just fine. It looks like he's going to be a stud. He pitched, he pitched pretty damn good the other night, I, I thought. Right. But they would have been fine before they did anything. That, that's yeah. the entire thing. They, they lost a lot of players because of and, – and it's just uh, – I, I really thought that the Yankees made a blunder with all that. In, they in did. They all right, did. Gerald, what do you got? Mike, a good friend of mine who indirectly knows the head of the analytics department of the Yankees says that the analytics department of the Yankees writes out the, the uh, lineup right. card – and really uh, controls what goes on. And Fred was going to address that. I know he's not here today. But uh, don't blame Boone for all the decisions because uh, analytics, I think, rules the Yankees. Hey, I like yeah, what the uh, There are a lot of managers who wouldn't stand for that stuff. 
Milton? You know, I like what Billy Martin used to do. He'd throw all the number, uh, players in a hat and pick them out, and that was the lineup. That's what right. Billy, a lot right. of people are down on this Gleyber Torres. Um, what, a couple of years ago, what do you have, 38 home runs? Yeah, he looked like he was going to be a home run star. hitter, right? I, so thought, all, I think Gleyber Torres is going to be okay. His swing is up. Every time he swings, he's swinging up. Best pickup was Benintendi. I used to like him a lot when he was with the Red Sox. He always was good. Yeah. Yeah, right. always, yeah. always good. Roger. Yeah, no, I agree with Danny. They need more guys like Benintendi. Guys are not just going for home runs. Guys are going right. to get on base and, you know, singles, doubles, and gets walks. His on-base percentage is good. Yeah, every guy is a home run or a strikeout, but you got to right. get guys on base. Yeah. Last few mm-hmm. judges' home runs, most of them have just been solo shots and everything. I mean, mm-hmm. yeah, they're not building runs at all. Yeah. Can I have a question about Gleyber Torres? Right. Does anybody does anybody here know what is written on Gleyber Torres's neck? Notice I've done, that's the he has about the weirdest tattoo on his neck that I have <laughs> ever seen, you know. And he, in my mind, has the least baseball acumen of anybody defensively on the team. That's that's my opinion about Gleyber. He should have been traded. Okay. You don't know what it says on his neck. You just asked. I don't me. know what it, I don't know what it says. All right, send him a letter. Uh, Larry. We should mention that Albert Pujols uh, got three home runs this past week. He's up to 693. Yep. The question is, will he get to 700 this year? And I suspect if he doesn't, they'll sign him for a while for next year. Well, he says he's not going to come back, and they're playing him every day as a DH. Get a month. Let's see how well he does. Read the box scores every day. Didn't he hit a pinch hit grand slam last week? Yeah. He hasn't hit a home in a couple of days. He's yeah. Yeah, three, three home runs this past week. Yeah. Uh, Gerald? You know, speaking of home runs, Darno has his career resurrected with the Braves. And he said when he was with the Mets, they told him, you got to hit more home runs. You got to hit more home runs. Otherwise, it's, it, it, you're not doing well. So yeah. he decided he's not a home run hitter. And he looks like his career has been resurrected. It certainly has been. Yeah. The Mets could use him now as a catcher. They hate yeah. the Mets. Yeah. 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 No, no, right, why don't we go on? Okay. Yeah, why don't we go on to Howie's West Coast Report? Howie's West Coast Report is sponsored by Saltwater. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Is that exactly or regular saltwater? Well, uh, Danny mentioned the, uh, the A's attendance. The other day, Sunday, in the in the in the last row of the upper deck where nobody sits, <laughs> in the last section, a couple were were doing a sexual act that was caught on <laughs> on, uh, on Instagram and Twitter. And if anyone wants to see it, I'll forward it to you. <laughs> you want me? I'll send it to Mike. you, Mike. Yes, send it to I must have paid for those tickets. It must have been an entertaining game. Yeah. I mean, there's nobody within 20, 30 feet of them, you know. And underneath is a, is a, uh, a banner saying, literally says, ride the wave. <laughs> anyway, I I just noted, just came up on my phone that the police are looking into it and they face as much as a thousand dollar fine and and up to six months in jail. 
That's what happens out here, right? In California. Everybody wants to know what's going to happen with Jimmy Garoppolo. Uh, yeah. The latest is, it seems like Seattle is very much interested, but they're kind of playing a waiting game with the Niners. They're waiting until the Niners <clears throat> drop them from their roster, and then they'll scoop them up on a on a, uh, a deal but uh, the niners are saying hey we may we may keep jimmy for the year as backup <laughs> so i don't know i mean if they do if the niners do drop them it's not that much against the salary cap so uh uh i think that's likely to happen i haven't read anything lately about the the browns though all i read out here is about uh seattle who's number three now if With he's the, not there, who's their backup? Yeah. Uh, who is it? Is it Nate Sudfield and somebody else? They they have, you know, uh, capable, but they're not Trey Lance. With Trey Lance, you're getting basically Colin Kaepernick all over again and then some. Could, can you imagine? Trey Lance can pass or run, but then you can either hand off to Debo Samuel and pass to him. And uh, so they, I'm looking forward to this here. Who, who was their, their backup a few years ago? And he went to another team, and they just dropped him this week. Former 49er quarterback. What the hell's his name? The, well, they had Kaepernick, didn't no, they? No, 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 no. After Kaepernick. Oh, after. Well, I don't remember. No. You think of past the quarterback? <laughs> Not important. Can't think of it. I I think uh, who had a hand? Roger, you had a comment. They haven't even like Garoppolo practice, right, Howie? I mean, <laughs> no, no, he's. I mean, <laughs> no, he's, he's practicing by himself. Yeah, I, I mean, maybe hell, his shoulder will heal or something. But you know, other than that, he's had no reps, right? No, no. not at all, nothing. No. Uh, and the only thing else I got is uh, this is for you, Mark. The guy who doesn't stay to the end of the game. On this day, 12 years ago, my wife and I were at a giant game. They were playing the Reds. And after a few innings, the, the Reds were ahead 10 to 1. So we went, we went back and in the back and had a nice sandwich and, and all. Occasionally we look up at the TV, came back to the seats, and we were going to leave. And the Giants came back first, 10 to 3, 10 to 5. And we were about to leave. I remember my wife went to the ladies' room. She says, I'll come back and get you. I'm sitting next to this guy. We're talking. And the Giants start getting six runs in the eighth inning. They take an 11-10 lead. I told my wife, come back. We're staying. Of course, they were made one too many errors. The Reds came back to win 12-11, beating Barry Zito. So it was exciting. So you just never know. You never know. That's what radios are for. Why you're in your car? <laughs> but you didn't have how you didn't have seats up in the in the upper upper rows, did you? No, 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 no. no, no. <laughs> we have better seats than that. We were more interested in the game. <laughs> All right. Thank you on that report. Let's move on to Larry from Fairfax Stories. Larry, Fairfax, Virginia, sponsored this week by Bridges. 
You pick them. <coughs> not tunnels, Mark. Just bridges. Bridges. <laughs> That's not, that's not a dental thing, uh, Milton. Bridges, car bridges. You know, Milton, a lot of a them. very good restaurant uh, here in, out here in Danville, one one uh, town north of me, and that's where they filmed the uh, Mrs. Doubtfire scenes. Oh. Wow. By the way, by the way, how are you going to any of the games this weekend? No, no. My wife just had my wife just had a, a procedure on her back. Uh, she's feeling good, so. We didn't plan on it. Oh, all right. Yeah, Larry, what do you got? Okay, my story this week is entitled All About the NASCAR Cup. On February 21st, 1948, the National Association for Stock Car Racing, or NASCAR as is widely known, became officially incorporated. And in 1949, the first NASCAR event took place. The NASCAR Cup is a contest for the racing championship. For 2022, there are 36 NASCAR Cup events scheduled for Sundays. The first Cup round began on May 7th in South Carolina, and the championship Cup round ends on November 6th in Arizona. As you may not know, some of the intermediate rounds take place outside of southern states including at New York, Pennsylvania, and Delaware. On scoring, the winner gets 40 points, the second place finisher 35 points, and so forth. The driver who accumulates the most points over the races becomes a NASCAR Cup champion. Typically, 100,000 fans show up for a NASCAR Cup event with many millions more watching it on TV. Here are four key reasons why the NASCAR Cup is so popular. Number one, easy to follow. The rules for the NASCAR Cup events are straightforward. You do not need a rule book to know what is going on. Number two, family event. There is someone for everyone to like with the NASCAR Cup events. For a husband, Tony Smoke Stewart, who is in the Hall of Fame, for a wife, Dale Earhart Jr., who was a third generation driver. And for the kids, Jeff Gordon, who at age 16 was the youngest driver in the modern era. Also families often make a big weekend out of it, including tailgating and barbecue grilling. Number three, drivers are just regular people. Most racing drivers seem like the average Joe or Jane. They don't come off as full of themselves, something that baseball and basketball players often are guilty of. Number four, drivers are required to talk with the media. NASCAR requires their drivers to talk with the media for maintaining a good image with the fans. Failure to do so comes with a hefty fine. That completes my story for this week. It's interesting. Interesting, yeah. Yeah. You don't think too much about that unless you're really into it. We had yeah. a speaker on a few a few years ago. You guys remember the early days? We had uh, Michael come on and talk about NASCAR and all the other car racing. You remember that? You guys were started with me way back over two years ago. I remember that. 
Well, Michael, Michael C. came on. Okay. Okay. I, I, can, I ask, can I ask Larry a question or two? I guess you can, uh, yeah. Number one, uh, some of these uh, like city areas, like in Denver, they set up a NASCAR, NASCAR track and right in the middle of a, a uh, urban area. Um, how do they do that? I, I can never fathom how they do that. Uh, like a, a track around the uh, heart of Denver, Colorado, you know? And that's weird about uh, uh, racing. And also years ago, if you guys, some of you guys might've remembered if you live uh, in where we live, uh, they had a uh, Freeport racetrack. And we used to watch the uh, yes. uh, stock car races. Right. Yep. yep. And they always ended what they called the crasheroo, where they had like uh, 20, 30 wrecks and they had to try to crash into each other. And the Michael last Wayne. Wins. Michael, where was this? Freeport. Freeport. Oh, I remember. We used to go to the demolition derby when I was in high school. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Very, they were fun. <laughs> and I tell you, back in those days, we all wore baseball caps because we got all full of soot. <laughs> I'm, uh, I marvel. I marvel how how they change the tires uh, when, when the chit stops occur. How fast they run. It's amazing. They only have one job. You only have one job. Just do it. <laughs> okay. Thank you for your report there. Let's go. Let's talk about a little baseball. We've been talking baseball. Let's get a little, uh, a little specific here. So the Mets, Mets and Yankees are still in first place. The Yankees uh, increased their lead to eight. 76 and 48 is their record. The Mets have the Braves breathing down their necks. They're going to catch lost those two games. The Braves don't lose. It's a one and a half game lead. They need the Braves to start losing some games, and the Mets will you know, run for a winning streak. They have Colorado this week, and then the Dodgers come in. So that should be very interesting. But after the Dodgers, the Mets have a, a nice run of like second division teams. They have they have the Nats, they have the Pirates. I think they have the Cubs. So I guess their division will be will be determined in a couple of weeks. So you know the what? uh yeah. Yeah, what nobody talks about is what happened in the American League Central. But suddenly Minnesota is out of first place. Cleveland really? has a four-game lead, I saw it today. Yeah. And they got a nice team and they may run away with it. Yeah, suddenly Minnesota was thinking of making the playoffs, and suddenly they're going to be out of Cleveland. Cleveland again. Amazing. Yeah. So they had the Subway Series, oh, no. and of course, we you know, the Yankees won. So, the, of course, the team split the four games. Right. I went at my ballpark, and you went at your ballpark. That's what it turned out to be. The Yankees supposed to get Stanton back. Has anyone heard anything? He's supposed to come back today. I haven't heard anything. Yeah. I haven't heard anything. Well, maybe I'm happy with Might be surprised. This Saturday. Playing tonight. Agreed, Roger. This Saturday, the Mets are having their old timers game. And every day, another ball player signs up for this. I got to see how they're going to play a game. After all the introductions, they're going to play a game. And uh, did you hear some of the players who are going to be in this uh, old timers game? They'll be on TV. What? Turn into a. the Mets channel, 4.30 on Saturday. Terry Collins, Joe Torre is going to be there. Willie Randolph, Bobby Valentine. Pitches, Craig Anderson, Bartolo Colon, David Cohn, Dennis Cook, Ron Darling, of course. 
Uh, Steve Dillon, a lefty pitcher from 63, just said yes today. Sid Fernandez, John Franco, Dwight Gooden, Mike Hampton, Jay Hook, Al Leiter, Ed Lynch, Pat, Mah Pat Mahomes, the original, Pat Mahomes. <laughs> uh, Pedro is going to be there, Martinez, John Matlack, Roger McDowell, Bobby Ojeda, Jesse Orozco, uh, Johan Santana, Doug Sisk, Steve Traxel. Oh, God. <laughs> they, they always complain yeah. how long he takes. Okay. And of course, well, if he pitches, you know what he's going to do. He's definitely going to like do something if he pitches to make it longer. Billy Wagner's Todd Hundley, Mike Piazza doesn't miss a thing at City Field. John Stearns, Elgato uh, Alfonso, Wally Backman, Ken, uh, Kevin Elster, Keith Fernandez, Howie, uh, Howard Johnson, Ray Knight, Cranepool, Felix Mian, Daniel Murphy, Jose Reyes, Timmy Tuffle. Our Timmy Tuffle that we had here on the show <laughs> will be there. Robin Ventura, Todd Zeal, Benny Agbayani, Cliff Ford, Floyd, Andy Chavez, Steve Henderson. God, how old is he? Cleon Jones is even older. Yeah. Lee Mazzilli, Kevin Mitchell, Jay Payton, Arch Shamsky, Daryl Strawberry, Swoboda, Frank Thomas, the original Frank Thomas, and, <laughs> and Mookie Wilson. Wow. Should be fantastic. My wife says, let's go. I say you see better on TV. <laughs> oh, see better on TV. Questions? Yeah, Gerald. I'm going to that game Saturday. I'm disappointed that Daryl is not going to be playing. He's going to be there, but he won't take the field, right? Yeah. He'll be there. He'll be there. And did you guys yes. see the um, the uh, Paul O'Neill uh, salute on yeah, that was great, Sunday though. when they retired yes. 21? Great player, but they retire every number. <laughs> right. Right? Roger. Well, they've had a few great players, Mark, and they've won a few championships, so, you know. <laughs> so who have they not retired? <laughs> I know. It's getting to be that way, I know. Who have they not retired? They, 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 they have not retired. I read about that. What's that, Michael? What? Greg Nettles. I saw an article about how come he's not retired. Really? Right. right. And Dave Winfield. And Dave yeah. Winfield. Will Randolph? I think uh, Michael's waiting for Horace Clark to be retired. <laughs> Will, yeah, right. Willie Horace Randolph. <laughs> Willie Randolph. Right. I mean, I, I don't, like, I meant I this before. The Giants have this wall of fame where they have, like, a, they put you up on the wall. And you got to play for the team a certain amount of times, uh, certain years. And... Most recently, Hunter Pence is on that wall of fame. Hunter Pence. Uh, what was Hunter his Pence. number? Eight, I think. Eight, I eight sounds eight. right. Eight sounds right. Eight or 12. The Yankees have two levels, actually. One is the retired numbers, but the other one is the, is, is, is the plaques in the, uh, in the Monument Park. Right. Yeah, Paul right. right. O'Neill right. had a plaque in the Monument Park. Right. Right. But his yeah, number was not retired until now. Yeah, the Giants have retired numbers. They have the plaques around the stadium, and then they have the statues. Not not Bonds yet, but they got right. Marichal Perry, Willie, and McCovey. Mays and McCovey. No yeah. Jose Pagan. No Jose. No no, no Orlando Cepeda. No Cepeda. Mm. Yeah, Gerald. What? Yeah. Gerald. I just wanted to say about Paul O'Neill. I want to read off a couple of his. Uh, Batting statistics. 
for six of his years with the Yankees, 1993, batted 311, 1994, 359, he won the batting title. Then he had 300, 302, 324, 317. That is uh, retirement, number retirement material for sure. Uh, and there was one story that he was not going to be allowed to go to Yankee Stadium because he's not vaccinated. Right. He can't, he, he can't go in. He couldn't go in the dugout. He go in the that dugout. Is, that's why he's not in, in the dugouts with yeah. the uh, players. So they, he was there. It was nice to and see that. Yeah, what? Right. No, and, and he didn't want to go to the Yankees. When he got traded, he was very, very upset. And it was only because he listened to his father. Who said you better go and you better make something out of yourself, and that's why he ended up going. That's why he. Oh, went. Mike, who was he traded for? He was. He was Roberto Kelly. Roberto Kelly. That's Roberto right. Kelly. Yeah. Roberto Kelly. I don't think did he make a name for himself in Cincinnati. I don't think so. He's no. not a bad player, but no, no, no. They didn't retire his number. No. You know what else they never <laughs> mentioned? I don't know if you recall, but almost every time the Yankees played Seattle, somehow. Pinella had him plucked. I've never seen, he used to get hit left and right when they were playing Seattle. And I'm wondering how wonderful the relationship has been over the years between Pinella and Paul O'Neill. You know, Pinella's number is not retired. No. no. There's another one. Pinella. No. How about Bucky Dent? Bucky Dent's another one. <laughs> For one reason. <laughs> I fired him as a manager. But it's nice to see that, that Bernie was there. Posada was there, Tino was there, Mariana was there, yep. and Andy was there. Right. But they kept talking, where was Derek? Derek should have been there. Right. I don't care what he, had, what he had to do. Derek should have made his business to be there. <laughs> and Joe Torre, of course, he's older. And he, he did the video message. Cheetah right. had a video message. But right. Derek should have been there. There's no Absolutely. question. Derek. Totally agree. But Derek at least put on the uniform for the event. That was pretty cool. Yeah. That, that's, they, that honors him a bit. Yeah, yeah, but they, they he got criticized by that. Gerald, Roberto uh, Roberto Kelly had a fourteen year career and a two ninety lifetime batting average. It's pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. Yeah. Pretty good. His baseball cards worth about ten cents. <laughs> any year, any year. Roger. Yeah, no, I, I agree. I was a little leery when the trade was made because Kelly was around a three hundred hitter. He was a good outfielder. Didn't hit home yeah. and stuff. But Pinella, right, Pinella didn't like O'Neill for some reason. O'Neill was like a local Ohio boy, you know, local guy for the Reds there. But it really worked out really well for the Yanks. I mean, uh, yeah, O'Neill was a real, yeah. real intense guy. Yep. Didn't the Reds win the World Series? With the Reds when they won the World Series? They won the World Series. Yeah. 1990, I think, right? 1990. Yeah. 1990. Yeah. 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 The, the Reds beat the A's. Yeah, yeah. That's what they said. Ricky won the MVP. Henderson won the MVP. Thank you. Mm -hmm. So uh, the Metsies the last week, uh, they kept calling up these minor league players that stayed a day. Oh, they those pitches. And they went, they kept rotating like these, these names. These and, pitches. Know, I, I know their, 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 their farm system, but I've never heard of any of these names. They had the guy Joe Budo, who started, I think, Sunday's game. Rob with a Z, Sastrini, I don't yeah. even ever heard of him. Sam Clay came in and pitched. Nate Fisher did a fantastic job. I know, and then they the yeah, lead, and then they dropped him. The same I know, I feel bad about that. Then they brought up, yeah, yeah. I think now, a Connor Gray. He's from New York, upstate New York. 
So they keep bringing these guys up and sending them right down. And this Nate Fisher, 26 lefty, he was a banker. He was out of baseball. He was oh, yeah. encouraged to go back yeah. in. He comes to the major leagues. Pretty I like this guy, Vogelback. Why was his name is that they picked up? Wow. Vogelback, he's a big boy. Big boy, yeah. Him, him, yeah. him and John Kruk would be a great tag team. <laughs> WWE, uh, don't you think is, so? Is he bigger than the uh, Rays first baseman, Choi? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I think, yeah, I think uh, so. Choi weighs 260. Yeah, that'd be a good sumo. Uh, yeah. <laughs> I for another day. He's got friends out there. You know, the, Yankees, the, the Yankees said I had a little trivia question uh, last week. They had three players in their lineup at the same time with a 90 or plus uniform number. Do you know who they were? Well, it's got to be Judge. It's got to be Judge. Oswaldo. Macarena. Macarena. No. No. No, starting line. Starting. Uh, Really, picture? No, it was uh, that no. Estevan Florio. Florio. How many times could this dude go up and down? <laughs> oh. used to be and, a they, and they criticize the Yankees because they don't give these kids a chance to, to stay longer than a cup of coffee. You need the picture. Yeah. That's why. Well, in this case, Stanton was activated for right. today's game. Right. That's why he was sent down. Maybe. That's a good chance. So if you go to the Mets game, Next Tuesday, when they play the Dodgers, anybody have tickets for that game? Wednesday, not Tuesday. Oh, you're missing Tuesday night. This fella named Timmy Trumpet. He's from Australia. He's going to team with the, the Dutch group that blasts the Jacks, that plays the Edwin Diaz entrance music. They're going to play it live, <laughs> but only if he comes in the game. That's so great. He's they're going to be throwing out the first pitch. If he comes in. Somebody comes in. He got to come in for him to play the song, exactly. right? If he doesn't come in, then what happens? You know, he's had that song for a few years before he was a Met. I never oh, knew Seattle? that. Seattle. Yeah, same song. And then yeah. um, on uh, Friday night, the second inning, they're playing uh, the Rockies this weekend. A local guy from a local boy from North Belmore won a contest to join Gary Cohen, Keith Hernandez, and Ron Darling in the booth. Oh, yeah, yeah. They like broadcast the game, which I think would be cool. I think this that's the second inning on Friday. So I don't know if I'm gonna go to services. Anyway, Gerald, you wanted to talk about the uh, the new schedule. I promised you time. I think the new schedule. I think the new schedule is a shanda. I agree. Let me uh, let me give you let me give you a little background. Next year, uh, teams will play fifty-two total division games, sixty-four total interleague games, and forty-six total. Let, let me say it again: they're going to play fifty-two total division games, sixty-four total intra league games and 46 total interleague games. Now, I think that waters down substantially uh, the importance, of course, of division games. And this has been going on uh, for many, many years. As we all know, Major League Baseball had eight teams in each league from 1901 to 1960. 
Each team in the league played the other teams 22 times. We're now down to 13 times. And, and uh, the excuse that baseball gives for having uh, at least each team playing every other team in baseball at least once, the excuse they give is we, this will increase interest in the game. And right. I submit to you that it's all about economics. They want yep. to have the Yankees playing all, yep. all over the league. They also want to screen. They're also making money on, on uh, new revenue streams such as uh, uh, betting and uh, Apple TV and Peacock, et cetera. So it's all about the economics and, and it's really watering down the game. And as far as having uh, these rivalries, the Chicago White Sox, the Chicago Cubs, the Cleveland Indians, the Cincinnati Reds, that's a bunch of baloney in my opinion. So I'm really disappointed. And I always disliked interleague uh, play uh, it was a treat back in the day when you saw the all-star game and you saw the world series. Now it's it, the, the thrill is gone for many years. Yep. It means right. nothing to me. Like one of the Yankee Met games was announced. I think it was the last one. It was announced on the Yankee station that it was going to be exclusively on, uh, uh, on what do you call it? On uh, Amazon prime. Right. Yeah. So right. you know, I, and it started out that way, and suddenly SNY had it. The next station had it. So I wasn't so exclusive. So I don't know what happened there. Mm. Because you could watch it on Channel 60 on, on SNY, and you could watch it on Amazon Prime. Yeah, they the Yankee, just, like, the Yankee they just wanna, the day before it's going to be exclusively. Yeah, I think so they I were just trying to get people to say, you have access to it. You don't have to subscribe to Prime. It's right. free to anyone who wants to try again. That's not true. Uh, you have to subscribe in order to get it. You don't yeah. need yeah. extra for the game, but you have to be a subscriber. Right. We Roger. have to be a subscriber, but... Yeah, I, I mean, I, I agree with Gerald. I'm not a big fan of this, this quote-unquote balanced schedule here. Yeah, it, it almost cheapens the division races and stuff. I mean, right. I mean, I, I don't know. But in the collective bargaining, they, they approve this, though. Every other year or something. They get paid higher more. Good for the players. I don't like it either. Exactly, Stuart. Exactly. So the good teams are going to feast on the the bad teams in both leagues. So you could do badly in your division and still win the division. Oh, yeah, sure. But one of the the great things is looking forward, even whether or not you're a Yankee fan or not, was looking forward to the late-season games with the Red Sox. Yeah. Because yeah, normally, right, you know, right for many years they're fighting it out, and those games mean something. And now you'll have the Red Sox yes. playing Cincinnati or something, <laughs> and yeah. the Yankees playing, and the Yankees Only playing Pittsburgh. Was... It's no, nobody's yeah. going to care. Did I, did I, I hear right. you right that next year the Yankees going to open the season against the Giants? The Giants. Yeah, yeah. I was about to say the Giants. <laughs> and the Giants. It's funny, and the, and the Mets are off from Memorial Day and Labor Day. Wow, that's crazy! Holiday double headers. A whole new, double headers on those Give days. Them. And July fourth. Right, couple of people, Michael, then Gerald again. Uh, two things. Uh, first of all, I agree with everything that everybody's saying about uh, this being ridiculous. But two things I want to say. Number one, I was watching the game on Amazon Prime, and the second inning, the TV started to go, started buffering, and I was really, really <laughs> terrible. pissed off watching the buffering going on, and. Uh, as far as uh, everything that you're saying, I agree with you. But in looking at the schedule, if, uh, I'm the type of person who likes to go on some of the road games 
And it's really cool if you ever went to a game in Pittsburgh. That's a great city. It is. It's a and great park park in the middle of town. And you go over a beautiful bridge. And there'll probably be nobody there. So that'd be a cool thing to do. And uh, yeah. a couple of the other road games, of course, the Baltimore is a nice trip. And uh, probably go to a game in Philly for if you're a Yankee fan. So, so there are a couple of the list of pros and the cons, and there are some pros. Yeah. Mostly cons, but there are pros yeah. for either way. Right, right. Right. Yeah, yeah. All right, Gerald, want to finish that up? And in, in, in just considering the, the uh, economics of baseball, and I can only speak for New York, we all know at one time all the games were broadcast on public TV. But now we have like one or two TV games that. a week, uh, Yankees, Dodgers on public broadcast TV, all the others are on cable. Now right. we're having less games on cable and more on Amazon Prime, Peacock, Apple TV. Apple. So you know oh. where this direction is going. Pretty soon we'll be seeing three games a week on cable and you'll have to subscribe to Peacock, Amazon Prime, Apple TV, and God knows what else. I, I don't like the trend. I'll get rid of cable. I'm, I, I'm, I'm curious <laughs> for next year what's right. going to happen when there won't be any more shifts. Any more, any no more, more shifts. When the shifts uh, are going to be shifts. limited. Is that being stopped? Oh, yeah, yeah. The, the shift? shift. And no coaches Should help the batting averages. Yeah. Have they decided on stopping no. the shift? No, they haven't decided. They haven't decided. I thought they did. No. Nothing has been decided. Yet. Nothing's been decided. Nothing the, only thing, the only thing they're not going to have in the playoffs is the guy at second base in extra innings, right? right. That's not right. That. The ghost runner. The ghost runner, right? I thought that was only for this year. <laughs> yeah. Well, only time will tell. We'll see what happens. Yeah. Let's, let's move on because I have some more stuff uh, for you, people. Um, they have a they have a statistic when a guy hits a ball, they they know exactly how how hard the ball, how fast the ball is is off the bat. Yeah, I don't know how they how they calculate that. But yesterday, the Pirates O'Neill Cruz, who's just like six foot six, shortstop. Yep, hit the hardest recorded ball ever. Really, one hundred twenty two point wow. four miles per hour, previously held by Giancarlo Stanton. 122.2, hmm. uh, and the exit velocity is the, the hardest in seven seasons, it says here. You get the ball off the wall in, in, in Pittsburgh. So I don't know how they could tell that so quickly, but they do that. And uh, Mark DeRosa was named to manage Team USA in the World Baseball Classic, which is going to have next year, which is, which is nice, you know, Mark DeRosa. And if you keep following... There's a list of fabulous ball players lined up to play for you, Team USA uh, next year. Um, I'm going to skip to a couple of things here I wanted to talk about. You know, Mariana Rivera is opening a Honda car dealership. Huh. Really? You know yeah. that? Port Jefferson. He has one in, has one in Mount Kisco, and he's opening another one, as, as Milton said, in Port Jefferson. It's called it's called Mariana Rivera Honda. That's interesting. You, Mark, do you think do you think if I went it in there for a Buick car, dealership, he would pitch to me if I tried to hit him with my stick ball back? Sure he would. <laughs> sure he would. Uh, a couple of more things. Uh, Artie Marino may is looking to sell the Angels. Yeah. 
That'd be cool. And then um, Shohei Otani going to be traded, maybe, huh? That's what they're saying. Every report you say he's going to be traded, going to be traded. And the Yankees and and the Mets were one of the teams, the Cardinals, the Dodgers, not the Giants. I, I think the Padres, too. But I think he would rather stay on the West Coast, maybe Seattle. Yeah. Uh, the Dodgers will probably get him. They get everybody. The Dodgers get everybody. Yeah, well, right? yeah but, the Dodgers, but, and the Dodgers have such but, a great farm system. They, yeah. they can put together the deal. Yeah. Yeah. Howard, had, uh, Howard I think that... Yeah. How would I, I how would I think that Otani said he'd be amenable toward playing in New York? Yeah. <laughs> I think he said he wanted to play for a contender. <laughs> I think I think he said that in in Japanese and no one understood him. <laughs> I don't know. Did you anyone you guys watch the Sunday night baseball uh, game of the week? They had Baltimore beating the Red Sox, but they played the game in Williamsport. Oh, yeah. They, they, they had a, they had a full-size yes. field in, in Williamsport right. and played the games. All the kids in the Little League had the best seats in the house, which right. I think was good. And during the course of the day, that a lot of the players from the, the Red Sox and the Orioles interacted with the kids. Yeah. Oh, that's that's great. Nice. They had a fourth, they had a 16-year. Well, besides they had the regular announcers, from ESPN doing the announcing, they had an alternative channel in which a 16-year-old, a 14-year-old, and a 12-year-old were doing the announcing, which I thought was cool, too. <laughs> I think that's, wow, really, that's really, really cool. And I told you I knew the um, the mother of one of the kids who played for Massapequa. That was um, nice. Yeah, but they lost They lost the two games, and they're mm-hmm. out of it, and uh, they were scheduled to play the second game, and they were rained out, and they played the second game, and they lost. But I, I know the, uh, the mother, as a former student of mine, and we mm-hmm. were interacting, you know, on, on Facebook. Uh, she's having to Facebook, and we were talking about the sun and the baseball and this and that. I thought it was cool, and they, they were so excited when they got back to um, – to Massapequa, there was like you know like a parade and things like that. They honored the team. Great, great. I thought all I thought all the parents who were interviewed, uh, you know, they handled it very graciously. Very you nice. Know? And then on on last Friday night, this I want to talk about this real quick. Last Friday night, I'm flip I'm chipping, flipping around the channels. There. I don't know what's on. And on in one of the ESPN stations, there's something called a banana ball. <laughs> Any of you ever seen Banana Ball? No. I saw it. <laughs> Did you watch it on Friday yeah, night? It's funny. Let me tell you about Banana Ball. <laughs> they sell out. They, sell uh, out they have they a play. series on Apple and ESPN Plus. The league was founded in 2016 with gadget plays and players to speed up the game. Banana Ball is like match play in golf. Whoever scores the most runs in an inning gets a point. Most points at the end of the game win the game. So it's not a matter of how many runs you score, it's how many innings you win. Here's some of the rules they have. During extra innings, they only play with a catcher, a pitcher, and one fielder. Oh, wow. And when the ball is hit, the runner must circle the bases before the ball is chased down and thrown home to get the runner out. That's one of the crazy rules they have. Here's some Sounds more. Like cricket. <laughs> after, 
Mm-hmm. After a base on balls, the runner can run around the bases. Only the fielding team has to pass the ball or throw the ball to the other nine players in the field. They all have to touch the ball once before mm. the guy circles the bases or the guy could stay at a base. Yeah. Crazy rule. Sounds like batters, batters can yeah. steal first base on pass balls. And I think Michael told us about that. They have yeah. that rule in the Atlantic League. So any pass ball, a batter could run to first base and make it. No bunting in this league. If you bunt, you're thrown out of the game. <laughs> when they hit a foul ball in the wow. stands, if someone catches it, a, foul, a fan catches it, the bat is out. <laughs> Crazy rule. No manager or catcher visits to the mound. Batters, batters can't step out of the box. If they do, it's called a strike. Here's a funny thing. I didn't, I didn't believe this one. The start the game. You know how many umpire says, play ball? Well, here's what they do. The batter comes by home plate. The batter, the catcher, and the umpire all jump up in the air. <laughs> they just jump up in the air. And that's their play ball. The game's a time, two hours, and no inning can start after 2.50. Interesting, right? Mm-hmm. So they have some former players in the pros who play in that league. Johnny Gomes, some of you heard of him. Yeah. Jake oh, Peavy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Jake Peavy. Yeah. 75 year old Bill Lee. This made press during the weekend. He plays for one of the spacemen. Yeah, spacemen. He collapsed, he collapsed. warming yeah, up. He actually oh, stopped geez. breathing. Oh, God. Two defibrillator shocks brought his heart back. And when his heart came back, he just stood up and walked off the field himself. <laughs> what was his nickname? <laughs> what Bill was his nickname? Spaceman. Philly. Uh, <laughs> let's go on. Uh, I want to talk about football and the death of Lenny Dawson. Do you want to talk about that, uh, Roger? You have something on that? Yeah, a little bit. I was reading about it today. Uh, being a big Raider fan, you know, very familiar with Kansas City Chiefs. You know, big big rivalry. Dawson was. Phenomenal yes. quarterback, although, yep. you know, coming coming up again, the NFL kind of passed on him. I think what Pittsburgh passed on him, Cleveland passed on him. But when the AFL was kind of forming, they got this new franchise, I guess, was in Dallas before it got moved to, you know, Kansas City. And uh, Hank Stram was, I guess, his uh, um, coach or assistant coach. And, you know, he came out of Purdue and, you know, he kind of knew how to maximize his talent. So, I mean, the Chiefs had some good players around him, a good line, clearly. I mean, and yeah, he was a, a phenomenal quarterback. I mean, I think they called him Lenny Cool after he won the Super Bowl, I think, right? I mean, but class act, and then he was a class act uh, broadcaster as well. In the Hall yeah. of Fame twice. Yeah. yeah. Twice. Yeah. One as a player and one as a, uh, a broadcaster. Yeah. He had well, 87 man. years old prostate cancer, they said. Uh, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it. But uh, fabulous. You guys remember him? Yes, 16. Number 16 is correct. Yeah. Uh, Giants and Jets are playing this weekend. Thank you, Roger, by the way. Giants and Jets, you're not going to watch that game? Uh, they're, playing, they're playing Sunday <laughs> at 1 o'clock on Channel 2, CBS. Right. And they also had a practice against each other today. And on TV, they kept on showing a replay from 
2005 when I had a practice again against each other and they beat the crap out of each other. It was a very famous uh, brawl. They, told not, they were told not to rumble. Did they rumble? Right. right. Oh, are they the good? It's quite, actually, if you can see it, find, look it up on YouTube. It was quite a rumble. It really something. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, Tom Brady finally came back and I think he's playing this weekend in the final game. Did he say why he was gone? No one knows why he was gone. Personal reasons. <laughs> Maybe he went for a vasectomy. <laughs> Probably with Kyrie Irving. He's Tom Brady. Yeah. There you go. Uh, what else? So college football is beginning this weekend. An abbreviated schedule, but one highlighted game. Northwestern is playing Nebraska in Dublin, Ireland. Cool. That should be cool. I'm sure that'll be on TV. That's a nice thing. decide to broadcast it. Yeah, that's cool. But college football is back. 14 games this weekend. Uh, The Big Ten (laughs) signed a tremendous contract (laughs) worth $7 billion to have games during the season on CBS, NBC, Fox, all Big Ten games. You know, they have uh, 14 teams in the Big Ten. That was my next question, Mark. There's four teams <laughs> in the Big Ten, and, the big- and, U- and USC and UCLA are coming right. in uh, yeah. next next year. So they're going to have uh, 16 teams. So much for the Pac-12. And and, and, <laughs> and the and the Big Ten commissioners, uh, they see 20 teams in the future, a super super conference to like to to rival the SEC. Uh, pretty good, huh? And Nick Saban signed an eight-year deal worth ninety-three point six million buckaroos. Pays for all the programs at the university. <laughs> it's pretty cool. And then, um, anyone talk? Anybody? Our basketball people are away. Anybody want to talk about any basketball news or hockey news? Anyone have any information? Roger, what do you got? Well, I mean, KD, it looks like I guess he's going to stay with the Nets at least this week, Mark. I mean, yeah, <laughs> right. This week. <laughs> this they've been talking there. They've week. been talking there. Everything's nice and good. Nice and good now. We're going to play. Yeah. Uh, no. The thing, the thing I texted you earlier today that uh, Chad Holmgren, the um, Thunder's uh, number two overall pick, had that um, yeah. Frank injury that I think uh, Embiid had. A lot of these tall guys have. So he's he's gone for the year. I mean, so that's mm. that's a big blow to them. They had some good young players. Yeah, it does, them. yeah. The Grizzlies. Yeah, he played well in the summer league and everything. You know, they were looking forward to him. The guy, you know, real skinny guy, but he can shoot yeah. from the outside and good rebounder, block shots. So he's, he's done for the year. So forgot about the Liberty. The Liberty got got eliminated. The Liberty tried, Danny. They, 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 they lost the right, right mark. They lost. They the lost. They lost two out of three. They won the yeah. first. They yeah. made it exciting. I think the they only thing out of romp. Yeah, they tried. Yeah. And you heard Vanessa Bryant, Kobe's. Uh, yeah. $16 million emotional distress caused by the deputies and firefighters sharing photos of the bodies of Kobe and the daughter. Good for her. $16 million. Where does that money come from? Taxpayers. (laughs) Who else, right? (laughs) You. Plus plus $15 million to the family of the uh, uh, the pilot, too. Right. He was oh, awarded 31, yeah. yeah. Uh, let's see. And the island... Don't have to stand up, Mark. Oh, I'm sorry. 
No, I just want that. There's the only thing going on with the Knicks is whether they will or won't trade for Donovan Mitchell and how many draft picks they're going to give up. I think I don't think they should do it. I haven't heard any. I haven't heard any uh, trade. The latest talk today, that makes any sense today is that they may give Barrett. Yeah, that's what for, they're talking for, about today. for Mitchell plus either Ob or Quentin or Emmanuel. That's a three and draft picks. That's nuts. That's nuts. nuts. Nothing. He's not. I don't think he's that good a player. Well, they, they still call him a superstar. No. Again, we'll see. We'll I think see. that's nuts to yeah, give up well, all those players. They're thinking. They're thinking. It's nuts. Yeah. Yeah. Barrett. Barrett is Barrett overpowers a lot of small forwards and large guards on the other side. You know, he's not. He's not. You know, a great shooter, but he's got a lot of talent, and he's getting better. And I think they're nuts to give up on him. Roger. Yeah, this reminds me a lot of what went on with the Carmelo Anthony thing, Joe. If you yep. remember, they sure I do. Remember, they could have waited still till still the end of the season. over it. They gave away the whole team, right? They <laughs> did, and all they had to do was wait out the season. Yeah, yeah. They were afraid the Nets were going to steal him or something. Mm-hmm. I mean, it was yeah, it was crazy. Yeah, they put him. I don't. I wouldn't. I don't think it's worth it. They're giving. They're giving up too much. Nobody else is apparently is even willing to give up anything close. So why should the Knicks do that? Couple of draft choices and one of those players, and that's yeah, it. Homegrown product, you know. <laughs> yes, I don't. <laughs> How many years do you have left in this contract? Three, I think. We oh, got three more. He's a good player, but I mean, the Jazz yeah, is a good player, but I don't think he's. Too. I, mean, yeah. I mean, if it was if it was a guy like Jean Morant or something like that, you know, I mean, that might be a different story. I mean, he's a uh, you know, he's a phenomenal talent, and maybe you do it, but yeah, I don't know. Uh, Tom Weisskopf died. Yeah. Um, remember the golfer yeah. Tom Weisskopf? Sure. Yeah. Growing up, hearing his name. Also, pancreatic cancer, 79 mm-hmm. years old. 16 titles on the PGA Tour, mostly in the 70s. When it was the good. only major was the British Open. But he became a, uh, he became a, a designer yeah. of golf, I didn't know golf that. courses. Yeah. Yeah. How do you design a golf course? I guess you got to know what you're doing, right? Yeah, Jack Nichols did it too, I think, right? Bobby, Bobby, Bobby Jones. Jones. Bobby yeah. Jones, yeah. yeah. Bobby Jones. And uh, we just heard today that Djokovic will not play in the U.S. Open. Yeah. That's no. nice. They won't let him They won't let him in the U.S. if you're not vaccinated? Yeah. Is that true? Yeah. Still the case, huh? So if you're, if you're in France, in France you want to board a plane to come to the U.S., France won't load them or... He'll well, come they here. might, but the United States will stop him yeah. at customs. And is that right? I didn't know that. Probably. I thought the U.S. was allowing people in now. I mean, yeah. I don't know. Apparently yeah. not. Are we al- allowing people in without a, a negative test? Like say, right now on Tuesday, I'm flying to London. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So, so fl- but he's coming here. Funny. I'm he's coming here. I know, but the same way. You know, my brother's coming in from Argentina. He doesn't need have to have a negative test, but he has to have a vaccine. Okay, have to be vaccinated. You know, I mean, they're letting they're, they're letting Medvedev. If you're a U.S. Play. citizen, it's different. But if you're not a U.S. citizen, you gotta have a vaccine. Michael. And also, I read that this might be. I think it is uh, Serena Williams's last roundup. Yes. And, yeah. Uh, yeah. That's right. I was reading also that McEnroe. Wasn't that thrilled with the way he was depicted in Serena's in that movie? Uh, what was it called? What was it called? The, the movie about her biography. 
So uh, yeah, right, right. Uh, supposedly uh, he he wasn't That's nice right. to him to her and and her sister when uh, they were very very young. So, hmm. all right. Too bad. <laughs> yeah. He's laughing. Any, bo any bowling yeah. news, Danny? Yeah, I don't want to leave you out, no, Danny. Nothing. No bowling news. Nothing. Nothing. The only thing is, like uh, yesterday, I went for my last checkup with my uh, surgeon, okay. so I'm clear to go back to normal activities. So all right. Back to bowling. Right. And, uh, won't all come right. back. Very good. Very good. To go. He just told me be careful not to pull any muscles because I've been to the gym in six weeks. All right. So. Let's do our trivia in like 10 minutes of trivia question. Yeah, Milton, get yeah, All right, uh, quick thing. You talked about Jim Bunning and there was Frank Lowry. Who was the left-handed pitcher for Detroit that was terrific during those the 50s years? Left-handed. Todd Marcy. No, another one. <laughs> a starter, a starter, a starter. Don Marcy was, Marcy a, was a reliever. Paul uh, Foytek. No. Okay. Paul Foot, yeah. that was a righty. Oh, I'll tell you. Billy Heft. Oh, I totally forgot. Oh. About oh. Now, one last thing. Thanks. Joe Namath was my hero, one of all time. And um, I saw a picture of him in 69, the way he dressed. I have the only other duplicate pair of pants that he wore, and I'm wearing them tonight. Uh, <laughs> There you go. <laughs> yeah. Psychedelic. Now, and I'm dressing just like Joe tonight. And thank you, Mark, for everything. See you. I'll be on next week. All right. All right. Take it easy. Take it easy. Wow. All right. Any more questions? Uh, let's go around the horn here. Uh, all right. We'll do <laughs> no Michael Gerald Howie. All right. When Sparky Lyle entered a baseball game, what was his song? Oh, they had songs? Pomp and Circumstance, right? Yeah. Pomp and Circumstance, right. Wow, I don't remember that at all. That's a Yankee fan, Mark. Wow. Very good, Roger. Very good. Go ahead there, Gerald, and then Howie. Who was the oldest pitcher in Major League history? Forget about Satchel Page. Who was the oldest pitcher in Major League history? No, no, forget about them. Jamie Moyer. Jamie yes, Moore. Jamie Moore. Jamie 49 Moore. years old. 49 years old. He was still pretty good. He was effective, yeah. God bless him. Yeah. I think he's still alive, too. Is <laughs> Tolo Colon officially retired yet? <laughs> no, I don't think so. <laughs> Let's go Howie, then Stephen. Howie. Okay. What are the top three teams who have lost the most World Series? And how many? Who's the lost, the lost the most World Series? Yankees. Yeah. Yankees. Yankees. Yankees, they they lost uh, 13 World Series, uh, 127. Another team lost more than the Yankees. Cardinals? No. Giants? Giants lost 12 World Series, 1-8, last in 2014. Yankees in 2009. Someone mentioned the Dodgers? That would Dodgers? be my guess for the third year. Dodgers. Dodgers have lost the most World Series. They've lost oh. 14 and won seven. Last than uh, 20. Losing record. Wow. Boy, Most they lost 14 World Series. Mostly important. Sure, they lost every one <laughs> when I was a kid. Yeah, yeah Stephen, you have one? <laughs> yeah, which pitcher has the major league record for the most career home runs? Warren Spahn? Warren Spahn. No, no, he was. No, second. no, no. 
It's not so what's that, not Newcomb. Wes Farrell, is it? No, yes, Newcomb. it's Wes Farrell. Wes Farrell. Wes Farrell. Oh. Wes Farrell. Was seven, spawn his his description was pitcher and pinch hitter. I was going to say uh, <laughs> John Don Drysdale also has. Yeah, I thought he was a pitcher and a pinch hitter. Is uh, our how will Otani fit in that picture? He don't count. He don't count. <laughs> <laughs> no classification. All right, uh, Michael, then Gerald, then I got. What is the name of the Chicago soccer team's nickname? Major, uh, Major League Soccer. What's the fire thing? They the sting, Mike. Sting. What's that? Sting. No, but it's an inappropriate name. The hawk. Inappropriate. No. Not fire. Fire. Very good. Yeah. Fire. It'll be wind. <laughs> It'll be wind. Yeah. Windy city. Right? All right, Gerald, and then me. Fire. Two two things. Jamie Moyer is fifty nine years old. He's still with us. What pitcher <laughs> gave up the most home runs to Willie Mays in his career? Don Drysdale. No. no. Warren Robin Spahn. Roberts. Warren Spawn, 18. Oh, mm. good guess, Mark. Was that it? Did he hit his first one off Spawn? I think so. I think he did. I believe he uh, did. Yes. He brought that up. Yeah. So, which 12 men played for the Yankees during their five consecutive World Series championships, 49 to 53? Barra. There is one. I just want some more. McDougal. Bauer. No McDougal. Who? Bauer. Bauer is not. On, yeah, Bauer. Woodling. 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 Woodling is on the list. Yogi Berra. Phil Rizzuto. Yogi Berra again. Reynolds. Allie Reynolds. Allie Reynolds is not on the list. Eddie Lopat. <laughs> Eddie Lopat is on the list. Very That's good. the list. That's the rotation. Vic Rashi. Vic oh, Rashi is Vic. Vic Rashi. Vic is on there. Yep, he's on there. Wow. Uh, Gene Woodling mentioned already. Oh, a few more. Another picture. A couple pictures. Sure. Couple. said Tommy Byrne, right? Allie Reynolds. Allie Reynolds. Allie Reynolds. The big chief. Uh, Ralph Houck. Probably should be in the Hall of Fame, Joe. <laughs> That's uh, another story. He's a great pitcher. Collins? Was it Eddie, Eddie Collins? Joe Collins. Joe Collins. Joe Collins. Joe Collins. Joe Collins. First, First baseman. Uh, Coleman. Jerry Coleman. Oh, yeah. Uh, um, Mize. Johnny, Johnny Mize. Mize. Big Cat. Was that for all of them? Hey. Anyone mention Missouri? Yeah, Missouri? I don't have yeah, Rizzuto. Rizzuto. I feel, yeah, oh. Rizzuto is on Rizzuto there. Rizzuto was, yeah, sure. Yeah, Phil, yeah. That's it. We got him. I thought Coleman was in the uh, army for it. Well, no, there's a Coleman on the list here. I know that's one a pilot. It's considered yeah. on the roster, I guess. Yeah. Right. Any yeah, more he... questions? I got one. Oh, good. What player has been hit by the most pitches? We went we, we had one that experience. Gerald would know from the 1800s. No, I mentioned it last week, I think. <laughs> I think I mentioned it last week. I Do can't remember. remember. We should have ago? questions like from 1940 on. No, this is the, the most in modern baseball. I'll forget you, Jennings, Gerald. Okay, right, right. Oh, I, I hit a lot. Who, Eddie Ost? No. Nope. More modern. 
Ron, Ron Hunt. Hunt. No, more modern. Hall of Famer. Tim Raines. Nope. Oh, team. Jim Tomei. From Long Island. From Long Island. Oh, Bri Brigio. Brigio. Craig, Craig Brigio. Oh. Yeah. 285 times. Wow. wow. Little guy, too. Wow. Nimmo's getting up there, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, anybody else? Oh, we got a hand there. Okay, Gerald. Find the word pickle as it's applicable to MLB. A rundown. Yes, rundown. Very good. In the pickle. They even said that in the, the movie The Sandlot. Remember The Sandlot? He's in a pickle. I got a football question. Yeah. Look okay, ahead, sports. Most Korea TDs. Korea TDs. Jerry Rice. Jimmy Brown. Jerry Rice. Roger got it. Jerry Rice. Ro Jerry oh. Rice. Nice. I was going to say Emmett, uh, Emmett Smith, I was going to say. He was second. Do okay. that. Good okay. guess. And wow. the third one. Jimmy Brown? Nope. Oh. He only played nine years. Right. Yeah, that's true. That's true. And he only played, uh, what, years. 12 games? 14 games? Yeah, 12 who, games. Third? Tomlinson? That's it. Are you there, right? Marcus. You're hot today, Mark. Brain baby, right. brain baby. <laughs> You're on fire. On fire. Oh. There's a song fire. Like by, fire. By Pitbull. You're on fire. <laughs> All right, a few more. Michael. All right. The first black player on the Boston Red Sox. Humphrey Green. Humphrey Green. Humphrey Green, Green. 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 1959. 1959. They, were the, they were the last team, I think, to integrate, right? They yeah. were. Yeah. They were. They Big were the winner. last. <laughs> Who was the second team? I don't have that question, but Cleveland, I think. Cleveland, Larry Doby. Cleveland. Cleveland. Larry Doby. They signed Larry Doby. Larry, Larry Doby, right? Larry. You don't think Jackie there was Robinson. other people before Larry Doby? No. Name no. here is uh, Jackie Robinson. Well, maybe in the National League. Uh, I mean, it's possible. I think after the Dodgers, it would have been the Giants who would have they signed and a lot was of third? players early. Don Newcomb, third. No. Well, they Campanella. Something to look up there, uh, Gerald. Green. Thompson, 1947 to 1956. Hank Thompson. Hank Thompson. Look at that one. No one said him. I said him. Yeah. I remember Hank Thompson? Thompson. Third baseman. Yep. Did a lot of home runs. Hey, what was Super Bowl One called? What's that? Say it again. Super Bowl One wasn't called Super Bowl. Right. That was after. What was it called? Yeah. An exhibition game. The NFL AFL championship game. AFL NFL World Championship game. And what it's channel was it on? Both. Right. Both. Two and right. four. Don't ask me the announcers. I forgot that. Was, was... <laughs> uh, I know. It was, it was Chris Shankle. Not Chris Shankle. Chris Shankle? Ray Scott? Kurt Gowdy. Kurt Gowdy. Kurt Gowdy. And uh, what was this guy's name? The analyst. Here's one. Who's the only man to play in the World Series and a Super Bowl? Deion Sanders. Yeah, that's what I got. The Braves in 92 and the 49ers and the Cowboys in the 90s. Right. I got, them. I got one. I got one that Jerry's report reminded me, right? Yeah. Uh, getting back to Dean Chance. Who did Dean Chance double date with? What teammate? 
I have at the teams yes. that never won, never won a Super Bowl. Detroit Lions. The Lions is one. They didn't even make a Super Bowl. I think right. they're the only one. Are they the only one never been to one? I think it's Buffalo. Uh, what Jacksonville's never the been Brown, to. The, the Browns. The Browns. Jacksonville. Buffalo. The Browns. The Bills. The Browns. The Bills. Vikings. I have to fight the Browns. The Cleveland Browns. The Browns have never been to the Super Bowl. I mean, Jimmy the Ravens. The Ravens. The Ravens. <laughs> Who else? Well, the Ravens never won. You could be the Ravens there. Ravens won one. What right. about the Arizona Cardinals? Cardinals. Yeah. More. St. Louis or Arizona. Right, right. Both. A few more. Jacksonville. <laughs> yeah, I don't, I don't have Jacksonville for some reason. Carolina. No, they no, they, Carolina. Won. they, they, they never uh, won. That's right. Carolina. Carolina. <laughs> That's the Panthers. I have that. Tennessee. Titans. Right. Titans. Yeah. Never won one. I have two more, three more on my list. Chargers. By the Rams. Chargers. I have two more on my list. The Giants, I think 49ers beat them. Hmm. How about uh, last year's team? Who remembers? The Bengals never won. And the Falcons almost won. Oh, they they yeah. blew yeah. that 27-point lead, whatever it was. Titans. Titans. Was Titans. Six. You did the list. I you gave me more than I actually have. All right, guys, it's time to have dinner. Yep. <laughs> okay. All right. No doubt. I'm angry. Don't be angry. <laughs> angry. Thank you for joining us this Good week. Night. Again, as I always say, fun week. A lot of stuff. We went through a lot of stuff. Roger, I'm going to call you in a few minutes. I'll see you right? guys. Don't go to the bathroom. Smile. Wait a few minutes. <laughs> and then we'll uh, we'll see you guys all out here next week. And yep. We'll do it all over again. It should be a great week in sports. Okay. Thank you, Sam. Take care, everybody. Stay safe. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Take care, guys. Stay safe. Bye, you all. Jerry, I'll see you in school. Enjoy one. Yes, I'll see you.